How's it going, folks? It's another fine Thursday night with your Big Gold Belt Wrestling Podcast with special guest Brian Waters doing a run-in from the wrestling realm tonight with us because we got a bit of a different lineup. Some of the boys are busy, but we're going to get this show out for you because it is a big weekend ahead. Triple shows that we got to run down and cover, plus a big media call today that's got people talking. So, so much to get into. Big Gold Belt Podcast is starting right now. How's it going, everyone? Another fine Thursday night with your Big Gold Belt Wrestling Podcast. It's your boy Will here. We got two chains joining us this week up there on top. And then down below, our special guest this evening from the wrestling realm, Brian Waters, joining us. How's it going, Brian? We're glad glad to see you again as a returning guest here this week. That dude ain't no guest. <laughs> well, you know, <laughs> now it's That's great to bad. be here. You know, I'm always pop when I hear the music, so you know, I'm happy to be here. Happy to talk <laughs> wrestling. It's been a while. I just realized. Yeah. I'm like, wow, it has been a bit. It's been a while, dude. You've been we've been working your ass off. That's what it is. We blessed to have a moment to have you on the show, sir. <laughs> oh man, stop it, stop it. <laughs> hey man, the wrestling realm and all sorts of different other projects you're involved with. You are one of the most active uh, journalists producers and all the wrestling man i folks give him his flowers now do it thank you I ryan h waters damn it <laughs> <laughs> nah i appreciate it you know it's uh you know anytime you get a chance to come on and talk wrestling with good people especially y- your family you know so uh we i know finally got to meet will back at um in february at fight club yeah. you know so that was a moment right there moment yeah. I we're all local for. we all local in the exactly end. You know? it's funny because um I was like, man, when are, I'm ready for another one of those shows. We man, have so I much know. fun. I, I'm ready for another one. Yeah. No yeah. doubt. D- DC's been missing out. We we need one of those shows again, like Fight Club was bringing. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm. Mm. All right, so where are we going? What's tonight? What are we talking about tonight, Will? What we got? I know. We got, we got a lot to get into because it is yeah. a big weekend ahead. Triple shows between yeah. Clash at the Castle on Saturday and then, of course, the doubleheader on Sunday of NXT Worlds Collide and then that evening AEW All Out in Chicago. And I guess, yeah. hell, you could figure AEW Rampage tomorrow night on Friday into things, too, if you want. So mm-hmm. it's a big weekend. There's a yeah. lot happening. It's Labor Day weekend and just tons of shows. But I guess before we get into the shows and we're going to cover all three of them and give our thoughts on what we're excited about and what we might not be so excited about. So we'll keep, <laughs> we'll keep both, some flavor on both sides of the coin yeah. there. But there was a media call today 
to kick things off, to get the weekend going. Tony Khan loves his media calls and loves promoting his stuff before things get rolling. So the all out media call was today with, I guess, a number of different points that were uh, brought up during it. But I guess the big question, it seems like there's some there's only some one or two things that seems to catch more heat more eyeballs, more attention than anything else when he does one of these. So, of course, it happened again. So so if, if I think we're on the two right page here, too, James, there was something that really stood out regarding the whole situation with Thunder Rosa, the women's title having to be vacated, and the ensuing, uh, the way it was handled. It, yeah. Was that the most noteworthy thing, I think, in your mind? Am I on the same page here? I, okay, so first of all, again, to, 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 your, to your opening statement, I mean, yeah, thank, 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 you know, I'm always thankful to be a part of the calls and, and Tony Khan uh, hosting them. And I, I think it's cool uh, that um, all journalists of all calibers get a chance to get in there and ask their questions. And I think that uh, from the folks who do get the opportunity i gotta say that like it's always a good crowd there's always a good range of questions um you know you're gonna have folks with the hard questions you're gonna have folks putting over the show and you're gonna ask people that you know sometimes ask things out of scope but of interest you know um because obviously you know tony likes to come on and previously cody uh will come on to promote the upcoming pay-per-view so like i like the fact that like this sort of sets the precedence of big fight weekend you know when you get the call you know things are going down during the week but yeah it's always an interesting question or answer that comes out of each of them there's at least one or two very noteworthy ones each and every time i will say like i didn't ask a question i also didn't raise my hand to like halfway because like the first two or three questions took like 30 minutes and i was like fading <laughs> i was fading in the middle of the afternoon like dude this question <laughs> is long but yeah when uh when when some of the bigger names of of outlets started to come in then the questions started to ramp up and there was a question asked and i want to make sure i get who was asked by really quick I believe it was, yeah, it was from Amy Nimity, uh, and she's from Russell Joy. Uh, first of all, her work is fantastic, um, as well as her cosplay. Um, but she asked about the differences in terms of how Dunder Rosa injury and CM Punk injury was held with their res- uh, respective titles, where Punk got to get an eight-minute promo, Thunder Rosa did not, mm-hmm. and she was asking the lip. I mean, she. I mean, the way she worded this was beyond professional. Like I was sitting there trying to write tidbits. Like I need to like <laughs> get myself fluff when I would ask stuff. Like it was an amazing question, but like she 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 called it what it was. It's like there's discrepancy between how each of these are handled. You know what I mean? She didn't get time. He got time. You know he got. Uh, uh, it was promoted with a tournament. Hers were kind of like a last minute throw together effort of like, oh, what do we do? Here we go. Panic button and whatnot. So she wanted to kind of know what it was about. And Tony said that he felt like, uh, you know, he, 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 he essentially disagreed with the criticism of Thunder Rosa and, and, and CM Punk's promo. Um, basically speaking that would you he, he said honestly speaking 
and this don't quote this is not exactly how he said it but he best he definitely said like would you give thunder rosa eight minutes for a promo and think it's gonna draw and i was like okay well that's gonna be the question that's gonna be the question for this for a couple of weeks (laughs) could thunder rosa in an eight minute promo outdraw cm punk and I, to that's me, fa- that's and that's fair. It's a fair question. That's, that, it's that's, a, fair, that's a, question. a fair way to look at it. Because hell, he's he's a businessman. He's looking yeah. at what's going to draw ratings. Yeah. Mm-hmm. First thing and that jumps out at me though from that. For, for first thing that jumps out at me though with that is that's your champion, yeah. and that almost sounds like you're throwing her under the bus. Oh, for sure. To me, right <laughs> off the bat, you know. And that's not even his just his champion. I mean, when you think about her relations with that brand. The, the marketing that she does with the brand, you know, on Busted Open Radio, her and Tony Schiavone are like that, you know, like, you know, it's just, it's, it, it, to me, it's just like, oh, that, there's definitely gonna be some chatter. I mean, if the chatter ain't already happening uh, or been happening, it's definitely happening now. But like, I definitely was like, e, I don't know how that's gonna go over well backstage, but we'll see. But, but, but go ahead, Will. Yeah, I mean, what jumped out at me is like, okay, he brings up the eight minute idea, you know, that CM Punk got eight minutes. He got to do it in front of the crowd. It was it was a big moment. Whereas Thunder Rosa's situation was we're in the back. Tony Schiavone's talking to her. It's a quick little one minute, maybe minute and a half segment at best. And she fumbles through it, you know, stumbles through some words. And then it's kind of like they kind of swept it under the rug and just moved on with the show. It was we talked about it when it happened. It was handled very just like, you know, very quickly. Very mm-hmm. just kind of like, ah, we got to do this thing and immediately announced, here's the four people who are doing yeah. it for, for yeah. the match all out and just mo- moved it right along. Kept the yeah. show moving, moved it right along, and that was it. And, and maybe a minute and a half at best. Yeah. Now, earlier today, I said I said this. The way I look at it is like this. No, I don't think anyone's expecting an eight-minute promo from Thunder Rosa. I don't think anyone's expecting that. Or, now, for or that, what? a lot of people are immediately or, being or, like, you know, oh, well, you, you know, she could barely get through a minute there in, in the back with that situation. It's like, well, you know, no, the, the, going from one minute doesn't mean you have to go all the way to eight. There's mm-hmm. different ways this could have been handled. She does not need to cut an eight minute promo in the ring, breaking everything down. But damn, you could give your women's champion that's having to vacate the title due to an injury. You could give it a bit more time than a minute and a half in the back. There's different. You could give it two minutes, even three minutes. There's different ways you could do it. There could have been a video package. Who knows? There's ways it could have been done to make it more of a priority. And it goes it goes back to the issue that, you know, I think everyone's been talking about it for a good couple of years now that just overall the women's division (laughs) does never come across as a priority in that company and it always this is just the latest example of it where it's like it's it's not cm punk's a priority he gets no he's gonna say get say what he wants he's gonna get to talk about he's hurt and say goodbye to the fans and you know that's your world champion but this isn't just one of the girls having to go away it's your women's champion (laughs) so it's if it's not a priority to you yeah why should it be a priority to the audience then yeah that's my issue Brian, I want you to get in there, but quickly, I just want to say, like, at this point, too, it should not even have been in consideration of ratings. It should have just been basically, it, it should have just been, uh, what's the word I'm looking for here? Uh, it, 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 it just should have just, I'm not common sense. I can't even think of what I want to say, but like, <laughs> it should have just been a thing. That's your champion. It should have been a given, regardless of ratings, regardless of whatever, that this should have just happened. It, and it should not have been a rush effort. 
it should have been a thing that should have just happened regardless of what you thought the outcome was going to be. And I, I will say, watching Thunder Rosa promo, I mean, she was completely emotional. I mean, there was no denying that. She tripped over her words a little bit. So I don't think that was much of a promo at all. I think that was like a, hey, we're going live, put some words together, and you're going to have to give up the belt. So, and you have to think, especially by the, the quote of Swole Nose, she probably was thinking too, like if I lose this belt, then that's I'm done. I'm not gonna get back in the shot in the spot. Like once your opportunity's gone, much like Ricky starts on uh Rose to the Top, when he said, Listen, when I got this injury, I'm gonna be an afterthought. And you gotta try to figure out a way to stay relevant here. And I'm pretty sure that was sort of the emotion she was thinking, like, man, it sucks. This is a big match coming, but now I'm injured, and now I'm just gonna be an afterthought. And I think by this one minute promo spot that you was given that you was given. I don't think you're too far off from those speculations. So, but Brian, what's your thoughts, sir? I mean, this felt like 1995, as if Bret Hart and Alundra Blaze both would have to drop the title at the same time. And you, you got you giving Bret Hart the microphone, go out there, say some things. You know, the crowd gonna get emotional because he's you know a popular guy. And then you have Alundra Blaze, who's you know the popular lady, but it's like you putting her in the back. That's what this felt like, you know. For a while, when this might not happen all the time in WWE, but I will say right now, not maybe, no. Nah. When Charlotte is the champion and whoever, it feels as if she's the most important woman on that roster, right? And I, I think they're doing that with Bianca. You know, some people- Oh, 100%. Say, Bianca so, opening yeah. up shows and everything. Yeah. Yo, yeah, big deal. <laughs> I, I, I don't want to compare her to Roman, but I'll, I'll go back to the Roman Survivor Series and say Charlotte and Big E. Right. They were the most important champions and you felt it. it. Granted, the men's wrestling, it will get more of a priority. It's just the way the audience has been conditioned. But in 2022, there's no reason that you aren't spotlighting your women. And that's a problem that AEW, that's a Tony Khan problem. You know, you, mm-hmm. you got these women over there. And I, I don't like when people say that women's division is weak because we know we've been watching these ladies for years. They can go in the ring. They can go. But if you're not giving them that opportunity, how can we see that? You know, Allie is like one of my uh, favorite wrestlers to watch. She can go, but she's been limited. Wouldn't and maybe, she, Huh? Wouldn't know by watching it, 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 it Wouldn't know. Same with Leva Bates, you know? Uh, and that's the thing. But you, you, you have somebody, you got Jade and Athena coming up this weekend. That should have been built because to me, this is the person, if I'm producing, put my producer hat on. Hey. This makes you feel, this is the one opponent that you could believe will beat Jade. Yeah. And if she does beat Jade, it's a missed opportunity because you could have hyped this all the way up and ran viral on the social media networks considering the audience that Jade has that's not in wrestling. And yeah. That's the thing they're not taking advantage of. Y'all brought up a great point about Thunder Rosa's uh, relationship with Busted Open Radio. Might I add, that is syndicated radio, not podcasting. No disrespect to us, but syndicated radio on Sirius XM. And you're not taking advantage of that. That's because they just tell themselves every week that they don't believe in women's wrestling. And that's a problem. Yeah, it's... I, I, I. I try to listen to as much as I am in the car, uh, mm-hmm. telework life. Uh, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> but when I do, like, it, I, it's very interesting how, like, they're so passionate about the business or they're so passionate about their product, but they can't actually talk about what happens to be 
the mm. biggest issue in there. And that's very evident. And I'm just going to keep saying the great messiah of Big Swole knows. <laughs> and she knew. <laughs> and she tried to tell everybody. Here we go with another example. But, um, so but yes, get it trending on Twitter. For sure. Oh, for sure. That's, that, that's a that's a daily quote here. <laughs> but but Will, not, not to hijack everything, but I will say the other thing I thought was interesting that Tony Khan was definitely waiting for somebody to bring up the tampering contracts thing. <laughs> and and between uh John Alba and between um uh, 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 uh Connor from uh comic book everybody was just like listen get that question in there's like 10 more minutes left and everybody wanted to know like cuz he said if you ask I'm going to answer it like and, and no one did maybe he's going to ask, he's definitely going to ask at the scrum that's going to be the biggest question at the scrum which we know Nick Hauserman is going to be all over that but <laughs> he definitely was ready to talk about it he was ready to talk about uh you know the tampering contracts then but it also seems like the other thing is everybody was asking about like the releases seems like he might have been open to that and then somebody brought up the idea uh, not the idea but like what's what's the forbidden door with WWE and he said well <laughs> to, to, to really bring it full circle now that Vince is gone and Triple H's dad became optimistic until what they did to me and he did not right. discuss what he did he quickly ended that question he's like thank you so you know hitting at the tampering gotta be about that whole or you know. or is he or is he mad about the booking on Sunday oh with NXT yeah running the it's same been, day could it's be been a, it's been the first time since they ran to, against each other you know and I don't know. Ever? We said this last night on the wrestling realm. Uh, shout out to Dwayne. He hey. said, Triple H getting his get back. Oh, he knows sure. exactly what he's doing. He said, uh-huh. All oh, that yeah. talking. You, you got some of my kids over there? Yeah. Let's see how good you are. You know, because uh-huh. we know the wrestling fans, we're going to be burnt out come Sunday night. Let's, let's call it for what it is. <laughs> yeah. Because they're going to put on a show. The only chance that they may have far as um aw's concern is the fact that it's taking place in a performance center rather than an arena that is a card that could sell out you know the amway center mm-hmm. yeah you know we've been waiting you know because you know nxt had to take a step back but it's going to take three or four steps forward now that you know some people like to call him papa levesque is back in town papa h <laughs> you know <laughs> we, we can call all, all the names so now oh man it's a wrap i, I mean know. I mean, and I also thinking like logistically, you think like, well, I can watch NXT, get my four matches done and then get the AEW after that because they got 14 matches and more are supposed to be announced. So, you know, you you know, you're going to get two and a half solid hours of NXT. Then you could flip over to uh, AEW. We choose to consume it all. night, night, But it is going to be a very, very, very long night. Uh, Last thing I want to add, Will, to 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 it being like what felt like the biggest question of it was that. I also felt like because of this question, and again, I, I want to nod to Amy's question being completely professional, mm-hmm. um, really well structured. And I've been in a ton of press rooms outside of just wrestling. And this was a brilliantly asked question, delivery and everything. I mean, she executed it to a T. And the reason why I'm, 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 I'm giving props for that uh, is because, and it's not to say nobody else's questions wasn't good, it's to say that, this was the first question that it felt like Tony Khan's response delivery was different. Everybody else's question mm-hmm. was like, good, good, good question. I'm going to get to that. Good question. I'm going to get to that. And this was like, oh, I completely disagree. Straight up. Right. I mean, he didn't cut her off, which he has done in the past of cutting off questions that he felt like he didn't agree with. But he certainly was just like, 
Oh no, I don't. I I, I totally don't agree. See, he, had a, he had a point to make, and that's where it gets weird. Is that's like we like we started this whole thing off. It feels like you're throwing your champ under the bus by the way that what was worded. And yes, there is truth to what he was getting into. With yeah, you're not going to have her out there for eight minutes like CM Punk, but there's different ways it could have been handled. It could have yeah. been handled differently. That's that's the long and short of it in my mind. But, yeah. Yeah, and they say like he knew like hours beforehand, but I mean that's the wrestling business. Everything is hours beforehand, <laughs> and or it change, or you have a plan and it changes hours beforehand. Everything changes on a dime in wrestling, so that that I ain't buying yeah, that. Yeah, no. that's, that's I'm gonna say that's that's a normal thing in any in any level of, of pro wrestling that like, you just make the change. But yeah, you should you should instill the confidence and almost the power to allow your champions to be champions and giving them the platform to do what they have to do, whether it's in the ring, whether it's on mic, but make them feel like the champion, not like an extra talent of some sorts. Didn't know no better. He was just like, wait, what champion was that? It's <laughs> like, was that, a, was, was, yeah, was that like a third or fourth tier champion that they just needed to show that they're still alive or something? Like, I, for all you know, Thunder Rosa had the female FTR championship for a second. Hmm. Oh, TW, not FTR, FTW. So I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, that's 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 my grace on that. That's my grace. There you go. All right. <laughs> How about we move on from the media call and we get yeah. into the weekend? Because Lord yeah. knows we got a lot. We got a lot, and it all starts over in Cardiff, over in Wales on Saturday at uh 1 p.m. Eastern. I don't know the time zone in every darn part of the world. I heard for Australia, it's like the middle of the night, something like 4 a.m. or something it's going to start. But 1 p.m. for us East Coast folks for Clash at the Castle. Can we celebrate that real quick? Saturday at 1 p.m.? This is an hour removed from Superstars back in the day. when Uh, Totally. (laughs) Totally. You know, when we, y'all remember growing up eating your cereal, sitting there, yeah. you know, I know it was a couple of times like my mother would have to run errands. I remember one time we went to like the cleaners and yeah. they had wrestling on in the corner because it was like yep. that early. But, you know, so it's going to take us back Saturday, this Saturday. It's almost Saturday morning wrestling, but not quite. Yeah, but we, right, we can have yeah. your lunch with it. So, hey, it's gonna be, <laughs> it's, it's, I like the timing because it doesn't take up the whole damn day. You got the middle of the day, there, but you still get your morning. You still get your evening. So yeah. I, I like these days time shows like that but this show's kind of sneaking up as this kind you know a lot of people have been comparing it from the jump to 30 years ago when they did SummerSlam in a uh, Wembley which was 30 30 years ago this week just happened to be so it is 30 years since they last did a mega pay-per-view over there but I'm almost thinking it's gonna be bigger than that I'm almost getting like mini WrestleMania vibes here because I'm here and there's gonna be like about 70k people at this darn yeah. soccer stadium and it's just the tickets were moving from the beginning but it's like it's gonna be a big crowd at this show so clash at the castle goes down on saturday and as we well know the main event of course we got roman and drew we got a whole bunch of other stuff happening but roman and drew is, is, is the big one since yeah, we got yeah. drew drew mcintyre gets to be in his home turf gets yeah. to be in his home turf and try to slay the tribal chief and I guess before we before we go any further into the card, because it feels like this is the first time in a while that there's a lot of people saying this might be it. This might this might be it for the tribal chief. It, this oh, might really be it. Hold your breath, because it ain't. 
It, it always not, but I will speak last. I will speak okay. last. Okay, okay. I mean, I'm gonna, so I think we should just go around real quick because <laughs> I will always acknowledge my tribal chief, and I think my tribal chief will come back with the gold from the UK. Yeah. But I think it's gonna. This is gonna be the first time in a while. This is gonna be. It is gonna be razor thin. <laughs> it is gonna be razor thin, and to the point that, like, if it does swing the other way, it ain't gonna shock me. I'm not gonna be surprised by that. It's believable enough at this point where I'm like, you know what, Drew McIntyre might do it. He might mm. do it, and it wouldn't. It would not be unheard of to me. Yeah. But if I'm a, if I had to put money down right now, Roman Reigns coming back as champ. Who's that? Yeah, yeah. Roman got to come back as champ. Uh, <laughs> he better come back as champ. There's nothing been like. Is there has been nothing like the Tribal Chief in wrestling in all a long time. You think about wrestlers holding championships, and yeah, we can call them wrestlers now. Yeah, yeah. Hey, you think about them holding the title for a long time. Eventually, you get bored with them. You know, you remember when JBL was champ? It's like, all right, man, just anybody, somebody, take him down, but. Roman, I mean, he is printing money to the point that if they ever decide to turn him face, he would still he would be a bigger face than ever. Just because, you know, it's it, it's rock vibes. It's it's rock vibes. But Drew, I mean, you, you can make the argument. I can understand why people are picking Drew. He took down Brock Lesnar. Granted, it was an empty arena, but he took down Brock Lesnar. Roman, every time Roman and Brock wrestled, you like... Brock might get him this time, uh, you know, so it's refreshing to see somebody else in that role. I think, which sounds crazy. I think the last person who I thought might have had a chance, not nowhere near this close, but I thought maybe just maybe they might pull a swerve with Jay Uso only yeah, yeah. because the story was so good. You yeah, know, right. Cena, you know, Cena was going back to Hollywood edge. You knew it was just to get that, one more main event match. Same with him and Daniel Bryan. And then even with that, you thought maybe Edge could get it because like, will Edge really be the only person to win the Royal Rumble not to win the championship twice? <laughs> yeah. So, you know, but then you had the triple threat factors like, well, that's a protection thing right here. But now, home turf. Drew could do it, but Roman Reigns will cement his legacy. <laughs> To another level, because he's constantly he's, he's yeah. building, and he will take it to another level, and he's going to yeah. come out with a new T-shirt after he slays Drew McIntyre. Mm. Ah, that T-shirt idea is actually <laughs> that yeah that 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 page has already been uh, active. I mean, it's not active; it's already been built, constructed. <laughs> they just ready to make it active. <laughs> he already knows. See, does they already printed five five p five p.m. Eastern time. That 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 uh, that uh, page on the site will be active with, with uh, Roman's new shirt. <laughs> mm-hmm. Go go ahead, Will. I want to I want to hear yours, fuck. Because I I know you're gonna I know you're gonna step on my toes with this. But like, go ahead. Well, I just, go I, ahead. Just ran, I ran mine. Down. I ran mine down my thoughts okay. on what like okay. I said. I think Roman said so, so you get in here now. Listen, listen. TSA ain't letting no WWE superstar come back if he doesn't come, if Roman doesn't come back with the gold. So just just know, like this, this is an international issue if he does not come back with either one of the with both of those championships. But you I have to say, I think Drew is a fantastic person. 
I think that Drew's story back into the WWE is something I reference a lot. It's something that, you know, when you start talking about the American dream, not Dusty Rose, but typically what people consider to be the American dream in terms of going out there, betting on yourself to reach your highest goal, potential, whatever it may be. And and, and Drew is a, a prime example of that, you know, from being fired to coming back, being in the best shape of his life and just completely just one one match after the next just continued to get better on all accounts with that being said i never thought he was going to ever be this popular so when you talk about just when you talk about some of the most over wrestlers in wwe he's in top five it's not even a question it's roman him seth um bianca and, and maybe becky maybe that's the five right there he probably has got to be probably uh, optional in there as well so you got that and you got the fact that he's on home turf. You got that this is a big fight feel. You're like, this This can go either way. This really could. Up until a little earlier today, when a, just a very innocent video was posted on WWE's website from the Gypsy King himself, Tyson Fury, mm-hmm. who is a big deal. Whether you like him or not, He's a big deal. <laughs> and the fact that he's like, oh, I'm sitting front row and I can't wait to be there. And you think he's not going to get active. You think he's not going to get, get involved. You don't think he's going to take fate in his own hand. Of course, he plays the bad guy. He's, he's always the bad guy. He's a great person, you know. And, 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 and you talk about, again, the American dream. Somebody who went out there, got their sobriety in check come out there and put on one of the best performances of his life against Tyson Fury. I mean, Tyson Fury against uh, Dante Wilder and wins and creates one of the biggest upset in, in, in Boston history. And, and, and then he still gets active in WWE and wrestling wants to do something. And now the time and all the stars have aligned. You got a person who can play the bad guy who can take what should be nuclear heat by making his own fate and outcome of this main event it keeps roman in check intact it keeps drew intact and you also got a big setup and potential match for drew down the line at some given point drew versus the gypsy king i don't know where you book it at but when you book it it's a big damn deal and you think about wwe's new philosophy with logan paul you're bringing in people and athletes who can do it in both sports well, here's another name right now, ready to prove himself that he can do it both in the Boston ring and in the square circle. So I, I'm excited. You know, I love combat sports. So I love the fact that we're seeing people in dual and in, 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 in dual sports being out there. I can't wait to see what comes of it. But best know that the Gypsy King will be involved, which will certainly make the outcome of that match tilt towards Roman Reigns retaining and off to Hollywood for WrestleMania. For no, you heard it here first, folks. Two chains calling it. It's going to be a sports center moment on Saturday. <laughs> there it is. There it is. And listen, and... that's how you work the. That's how you work the mediums. You got your boxing champ getting involved in the championship match. It's a big deal. It is sports center right now. It has already get, got the plays called and say, "Hey, listen, get your tickers ready. Uh, get your articles ready. It's going down. We breaking the net." <laughs> Sunday is going to be interesting, and Brian's going to go live with 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 with, with the uh with the, the with the with yep yep. We're going Saturday and Sunday. Oh, oh okay. Yeah, I'm putting a it busy in. Busy weekend. Work. Yeah, yeah. There you go. There you go. 
So real quick before we go to break, the rest of the damn show on Saturday, because this is a tight six-match card, which I really like. Short mm-hmm. and sweet. We got R- Riddle versus uh, Seth Rollins, also on the card. Of course, uh, uh, SmackDown Women's Champion Liv Morgan versus Shayna Baszler. I see title Gunther versus Sheamus. Parental discretion advised, folks. That is the match mm-hmm. other than the main event that I am just – that is going to be some meat and potatoes just – Violence. Mm-hmm. Which, which, which would you open with? Oh, Ooh, uh, maybe the met the next match I'm about to say here because okay. there's a tag with Edge and Ray Mysterio against Balor and uh, Damian Priest. I think yeah. that might be your opener. That sounds like I, a good opener. And then I, you got the women's uh, six man tag to round it out: Bianca, mm-hmm. Alexa Bliss, Asuka versus uh, Bailey, Dakota Kai, and Io Sky. That's the full show. I think you go Gunther and Sheamus first. Give I was saying home. that, and, I, and, they, and they was like, no, you can't do that. Those they said to me last night. Give the crowd <laughs> what they want. <laughs> Open they it up. Yeah. Oh, they, yeah. They, everybody was saying the thing is, might be hard to follow because they're going to kill each other in the words of Dwayne. <laughs> and then I think you come back with the Bianca, the, 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 the six-woman uh, tag match because Bianca draws. You can, don't worry about it. The Bianca is going to going to make sure that she can follow up that match. Now, mm-hmm. what comes after that, I think you do Seth and Riddle. That's how I think you balance out the rest of the card. Yeah. Yeah. Probably that, and then I'll no live in a Shayna. Yeah. Agent. And Ed, that- Ed, mm-hmm. It's a tight card. It's a tight yeah. card. I like that. Like I think the shortest match the is going to be um, Liv and Shayna. Oh, for sure. Yeah. I think Shayna gets Liv out of here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. For sure. Oh, for sure. Yeah. There we go. All right. So Clash at the Cashel on Saturday. That kicks yeah. off the weekend. So we will be going to break real quick. And when we come back, AEW All Out in Chicago with a much bigger card than what we just discussed. But stay with Man. us, folks. Y'all pray Good for to have you here on Thursday like night. With that night. <laughs> Good to have you here tonight on the Big Gold Belt Podcast. We will be back right after this. If you're looking to expand your podcast reach, your website reach, as well as your social media branding, visit BigGoldBelt.com for sponsorship and advertising opportunities. Big Gold Belt Media is the golden standard for all of your media needs. We offer pre-roll and mid-roll ad spots, on-air host reads done by yours truly, Damian G, on audio as well as video platforms. For inquiries, please email BigGoldBeltGroup at gmail.com for more information. Again, that's BigGoldBeltGroup at gmail.com for your inquiries for your business. Big Gold Belt Media Wrestling, movie, comics, and more. The Golden Standard. You heard it. You heard it. Welcome back to the second half here of the Big Gold Belt Wrestling Podcast. Live each and every Thursday, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Give me some entertainment from 8 to 9 o'clock. About an hour long, maybe a little bit longer sometime. In the latest and hottest in pro wrestling, we have my brother, Brian H. Waters, here special guest in front of the wrestling round amongst other things he's just active again one of the most active journalists producers and just podcast you got to bring the round back on here too yeah man I, you know it's, and it's, bring y'all on the, you know come on out on wednesday night get on the shenanigans ready. with us <laughs> hey we ready we ready we ready but before we get into the second half of the show we like to do what jamal typically does but this will be my first time doing it and i hope i make him proud but nonetheless we have things to promote and that brings us to our spotlight this week we are going to be spotlighting blackout from black wrestling matters friday 
September 2nd. That's tomorrow, folks. Logan Square Auditorium, 2539 North Kedzie Boulevard, Chicago, Illinois. Doors open at 6 p.m. You can get your tickets at blackwrestlingmatters.bitcartel.com. Also, you can follow them at BWMDSM on Twitter. That gets you right to uh, their page and all the information. There are a ton of sponsors involved there. We see our friends of We Love Wrestling on there. Um, and other uh, pro wrestling companies sponsoring them. Glory Pro, Zero One Pro Wrestling. So, yeah. And, and, and beyond that, we do uh, got a stat card uh, filled with tons of black wrestlers which love to see it um and of course i gotta shout out my homie jordan blade representing the area here against uh jocelyn navarro which jordan's just been killing it so that's a match i think should be totally as i think it's going to set the tone for the weekend you talk about wrestling in all calibers you got so much wrestling happening with AEW, but the independents are going to do their thing as well which i got to say i'm happy that this is back because i miss when i used to travel for wrestling and I should say, let me hit a few indie spots before the big mainstream promotion. So I'm glad to see that that's starting to come back all around together. Um, but yeah, you got tons of matches of the uh, uh, for the day. Uh, so totally check it out. And again, you can get all your information on their Twitter at BWMDSM on Twitter. So that's what I got for the indie spotlight. And folks, if you want to be on the indie spotlight next week, the following weeks, whatever it may be, give us a shout. Hit us on any of our social medias on our website, biggobelt.com. That's it. There we go. I do, Jamal. How did I do, Jamal? <laughs> <laughs> That's kicking things off in Chicago because yeah. got by the time Sunday night comes around with uh, All Out, they, this is going to be the... Uh, the the the, the Mar- I mean, God, they've run Chicago so many times recently that I keep waiting for like... Man, how long can Chicago keep it up? And I guess we'll find out Sunday because as it stands right now, as we mentioned earlier, AEW All Out right now currently has 14 matches on the card. (laughs) And our good friend Tony Khan today was talking about that. He was open to adding a few more things. So come Rampage on Friday night, there could be some more stuff thrown in, but... 14 matches as it is so that is a big show a big show and there's no way we can cover all of that stuff as far as the entire darn card but there's all kinds of stuff going on you have the casino ladder match world trios championship world tag team championship as we mentioned earlier the interim winnemans championship four-way and of course after last night we now have the uh, AEW championship match to close the show running back John Moxley and CM Punk again, just not even two weeks after they had their match on dynamite that lasted all three minutes. So we are interesting decisions made for this show in, yeah. in a lot of respects. And I, I'm not even sure where to start here, but coming off of last week's show, I think, I think you got to talk about that, that, how they handle this main event because one of the things we talked about last week on the show here was we bet on would we know the main event by the time we had this show this week (laughs) or were they gonna stretch it out even longer but they did tell us last night they set the stage they put it together punk uh moxley signed an open contract which then was snatched up by ace steel and uh after some strong words he got CM Punk to sign it and it's gonna happen again on Sunday so 
my initial reaction we were talking about last week the issue was just gonna be how were they gonna try to bring this match back so quickly after doing a storyline of he comes back from a broken foot he had surgery then he gets in the ring the foot goes out and he's beaten in like three minutes as I said last week, almost like one of his UFC fights back in the day and how one day I'm excited it was. But here we are. Essentially, it's you got an open contract. I want another shot. That's it. Um, yeah. It feels weird to me. I just I think it comes I, down to this in the end. It really just comes down to if you're all if you are someone who's all about CM Punk, mm-hmm. and especially if you're someone who's all about CM Punk in Chicago, probably it doesn't matter to you. You're probably fine with it because it matters. All it matters to you is you're going to get CM Punk in a title match again against John Moxley. And for those yeah. folks, it probably didn't matter how they did it. But I'm looking at it and I'm just like, what? I, I, <laughs> like, I, I, I tell you what, the one thing Tony did say today that I also thought, and, and two part to the, you know, which is considered the most, you know, buzzworthy question of it. Is that he also said that like he also think there's this more interest in the four ways women interim AEW's uh world championship than this match. And I was like, well, I agree, I definitely agree with that. And and to everything that you're saying right now, I don't even know if I care about that main event. I really don't. I think I am more intrigued about the four-way women's match here in terms of how that's gonna happen and who did they go with or Karashita two-time, DMD two-time, the Tony Storm wear a major championship in America finally or do jamie haters somehow come from the shadows and when does the stuff that's been rumored backstage play an effect in all of this mm-hmm. you know like there's this, this way more interest in that than this the cm punk john mosley uh match to me i also kind of feel like you're talking about the ufc this also does feel like cm punk's second ufc fight we're just like oh boy here we go again <laughs> <laughs> it's like Not it's as- like my- when you do that kind of match where it's like he was just blown out, it's like it's hard mm-hmm. to get excited again yeah. so quickly. It's like if they were running this back, like I said this morning, I was like, if they were running this back, say two months from now, then it'd be like, okay, you could buy into the idea that okay, he 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 had to rehab, he had to get the foot back together, but it's like mm-hmm. it ain't even gonna been two weeks. <laughs> I'm, suppo- <laughs> I'm supposed to be like, oh, that foot's good to go now. That foot, that foot's gonna be ready on Sunday. I, and they shipped him overseas, it. and he got the stem sales surgery. He got the Peyton Man and then Kobe Bryant and mix <laughs> into a martini, drunk it. Now he's ready to go. He got he got a whole new ankle, and, he, and he's and he's good to go. And that's what, I guess what we got to believe here. It's like he's. A, but you know what though? This is something else I thought about. I then start to think, well, how serious was CM Punk's injury? Mm. Was it always a slight injury? With with time off requested that they drew up into a whole storyline and Thunder Rosa's injury actually legit and she needs time off. So they actually realized the severity of hers and said, oh, shoot, what do we do? And CM Punk was like a, okay, slight injury. Let's like work this into something. And that's why they're like kind of lopsided in terms of how they're being booked, which is why him returning seems like, wait, what? And then they're, however they, you know, the whole big fight on on tv kind of like okay let's see if this works type of thing yeah he, he answered that kind of um a little bit too if you ask me but yeah maybe this is all just the work <laughs> maybe that's what this happening all this is a damn work i don't know i don't know but it oh, is strange man. i don't care this this is just man this is the, i said this it's worse than the finger poker dude 
This whole thing <laughs> is worse than the finger poke of doom. You mean to tell me this guy goes out, gets squashed, and a couple weeks for free. For free. And then I'm supposed to pay X amount of dollars to watch this in the main event? No, that doesn't it, that doesn't work for it don't, me. Brother. It don't add up. It really don't. It doesn't. <laughs> you know, and, and and see that's why I like coming on here because like y'all understand, you know, when I sit there and I listen to the show and I'm in the gym or I'm on a long ride, y'all hit everything on point. And so like I just don't get it. I don't like there been a, there could have been other ways. I don't see how this creates more intrigue. If you just wanted to get the title off of Punk just to have a pop in Chicago. But then again, <laughs> there was something key. Michael Hayes said the night Roman Reigns won the Royal Rumble in Philly and the crowd booed him. When you look at those videos behind the scenes, he says, it's okay. You don't book for one area. You don't book for one city. You book for you book globally. Next night, it's a whole new town. Bingo. So what are you going to yeah. do when you got to go to Atlanta or New York? CM Punk ain't got the juice no more. And it's okay. It's okay. <laughs> yeah, see, that's the thing. You're going to have to <laughs> convince management because based on that comment about who draws uh, uh, between him and Thunder Rosa, where there was not even a bit of confidence for her, that just tells you where the beliefs are set. So... Mm-hmm. I don't know, but 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 will I, I got to say, looking at the car, I mean, I, much like what Brian said, I, if anything of interest here, it's the Athena Jade match. I I think you know, a, a, a Athena's just career, period, speaks for herself. Um, and this I think is her biggest threat. I I think it really, really is, and I think there's a level of mutual respect for them personally, and I think that tails for a good match inside the ring so of all these matches that's the one match and i'm like okay let's see what happens and i do got like a major question i mean somebody asked but i don't think the answer was quite there and i and i also know i asked this to you all in our group chat but how the hell is the motor city machine guns on it i mean <laughs> granted i like them but like what like workout what? stuff man you're getting it. he's getting excited about this is this he's having his toys yeah, we got the Motor City machine guns. <laughs> Crickets. Crickets. But see, this is the difference. This is what I've always said, right? This is the difference between Tony Khan and a Stephanie or a Shane McMahon. Vince created those stars. So there's no mark out for them at all. Like their mark outs, they already had. That was Andre the Giant, Bruno San Martino. Those are the people that they grew up. Roman, Rock, Austin. They're like, my daddy made you. <laughs> <laughs> But Tony Khan, he said, I mean, and look, if you gave me a promotion and you said, look, I, I'm going to have Brian Danielson work with you, Paul Kogan, Bret Hart and The Rock. I might tend to listen to everything they say because I'm just like so excited. Like, man, I'm working with my favorite wrestlers, you know, my top four. But like, you got to be a businessman. You got to take off the market, man. Nobody cares about the most city machine guns. Yeah. <laughs> I want to see them in a match with FTR, but they made this a six-man tag, so you got Jay Lethal and Wardlow in there too. But you give me M- the M- Morris City Machine Guns against just FTR, the straight tag match. That's the match I want to see, but unfortunately, it's not on this show. So for sure, the for one sure. the one other match on here that really jumps out at me that I'm curious about is Ricky Starks and Powerhouse Hobbs. They've been they've been building that one underneath Ever. for a while, Ever. and Lord knows we've been saying forever that Ricky Starks is ready to take a step 
to to move on to like to a bigger, higher profile role there. So and hell, the same can be said for Powerhouse Hobbs. So it's two of the underneath guys getting a chance here to like hopefully raise their profile. I think the biggest thing they got to worry about is on this card. Are they going to get any damn time? It's mm-hmm. my only question because fourteen damn matches. They could be getting the short end of the stick. There's definitely some matches there where I'm like, how much damn time are they going to give this? Because there's just, you got ladder matches, casino battle royals. I mean, all kinds of stuff. Be a squash so, yeah, it could, it could be it, very man. quick. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. we, we uh, will see. Uh, uh, uh. Any other thoughts on All Out, I guess, before we switch to Worlds Collide? Because there's, there's a lot on that show, but it's just, I don't feel... I don't feel like the heat is there as much as it has been in the past for AEW shows. I can't wait to talk about it. The sizzle isn't what it usually is. I can't wait to talk about it. I can't. But I will say last thing for All Out is that, like, you know, one, um, it's a super duper duper big card. 14 matches, more to come. Um, It is very much diverse as hell. Um, but beyond the diversity aspect, uh, I think their best wrestlers who are healthy are present. So I'm not mm-hmm. mad at that. And, and I think, you know, I was going to ask him today about like the rumors in terms of, are you, do you plan on extending events to two days? Because this is insane, bro. And then like, <laughs> when you, when you were pressed, that's another three hours, you, you know, of, of the scrum and all that other stuff. Like this is a marathon, but like, I, I gotta say, like, it, it's just a stack card. And, um, you know, we'll see how it goes and and who can survive the, the, the testament of stamina of staying up the entire day. So Man, <laughs> be, gl- be, glad Monday, be glad Monday is Labor Day because yeah. they might they'll probably still be going come Labor Day. For real. <laughs> yeah, for real. <laughs> Ooh. Well, earlier right. in the day on Sunday. Yeah. A few hours before that. This this is the sneakiest card of the whole weekend. That's really in the last what maybe two three weeks, they 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 snuck this one in here, and all of a sudden it's like oh, this this is kind of from what we've seen of the NXT Super Shows recently, this feels a bit different. This feels a bit uh as it bit should more bit bit more sizzle to it, bit more octane to it as it more, should. Yeah, it, it, it's it, a little a bit, bit a bit more takeover ish. Shall we say? Yeah, mm-hmm. I think that's what yeah. people are hoping for here. Uh huh. That this might be a maybe a little bit of taste of black and gold, but with the new Nickelodeon color scheme, for sure, for sure. I don't Will. know. We're gonna Will, find I, out on Sunday. Well, I gotta I gotta bring our conversation up to Brian. I want to see what Brian. Okay. Thinks. Now now mm-hmm. now now bring it now, in. Bring it in. Now now Will mentioned that like he says, listen, this seems like Triple H. I, I guess for lack of better words, Triple H tampering. In, in tweaking, I said tweaking, tweaking, tweaking. tweaking okay, yeah, yeah, that's what he said. And I told him I totally disagree. I said because we talked about it a couple of weeks ago about the continuity between NXT, which I think now will become a third brand, but mm-hmm. even if it still is considered the developmental, and I actually think the real developmental is the performance center. So if you want to call this AAA and getting up into you know the majors, I think the continuity is going to be there because Triple H and Sean worked hand in hand. They respect each other as friends. They respect each other as professionals. They respect each other as employers. So why does he need to come back there and and tweak anything when he knows what Sean can do? You know, you brought him on. And if you come back tweaking things, what makes you any better than Vince? By thinking your way is better than anybody else's. So I think 
what I feel about this is that this is the Triple H philosophy, much like anything in coaching and, and, and let's just say any sport. When you have an assistant coach under a coach, when that assistant coach get a head coaching job, you, this is like Bill Belichick offense or defense or whatever it may be. Because people take people's philosophies on where they go. Instead, Triple H got a promotion. He ends up running things. So it looks like Triple H staying with a little bit of extra sauce on it because it has that Shawn Michaels swag. Brian, don't you dare make a top 10 list and don't have Shawn Michaels on your list. No, no, he, he, he's not my favorite. He's Trash. not in my top favorite. A true, true, true. If, I, if, I had right to, if I had to put a list uh, of greats, he might make it, to be honest with you. you know? Not your favorite, Steph. He's not my favorite. Uh, he's lucky that he's probably reached the top 30. Uh, just because he became a better human being, but we yeah. all know the excellence of execution was a much better wrestler. For sure, there you go, buddy. For sure, for sure, for sure. For sure. <laughs> but I, I think, I think though, yes, we do get as Will perfectly described. We get the black and gold with a little bit of sizzle to it, and this is the Shawn Michaels NXT that we're going to see now. Completely his vision under the Triple H philosophy, which makes the transition over to the main roster much more smooth. But it also makes it just as smooth for people to go back. So you can plug in Ricochet. You can plug in um, Apollo Cruz. You can just plug these people in and it just makes sense. Yeah, so some of those why. matches we wanted to see. Like, I, I, and, you know, shout out to Victor Perry. He tweeted, man, if we could get Ricochet versus Carmelo Hayes early in the day. And show sure enough. Like, <laughs> and, and I was sitting there, I was like working on something. Like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> Ricochet just showed up on NXT and, and in the ring with Carmelo Hayes. That's and that's you know something that says you want to see be built up. That's one of those you don't need it right need there. It. Just go right into it. You know, yeah. show and up on. Yeah, you know. Yeah, that's what I was talking about as far as tweaking the formula. Is this yeah. show all of a sudden? The 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 back and forth. The suddenly just dropping in. Oh, here's Nikki Ash and Dewdrop. We just, mm-hmm. boom, making it a very like. No big deal thing to, hey, yeah. they're just gonna walk out. Here they are. No, no yeah. big like we gotta you know set something up. Just here they are. Boom, we're doing this. So between them and Ricochet showing up at the end of the show on Tuesday night, that's the big thing that was getting me. Is like I think we might get a lot more of this mixing it up with Love outside it. people. Or before it was like you know you get one or two, but now like I think it might be a bit more of a regular thing where it's just the the flow back and forth might just and think be, about it. It's television. They on USA mm-hmm. Network now. They're not on synergy. Uh, yeah, you know, people would love that. And, and the fact is, like, that's going to make people tune in. That's going to make the casuals tune in. The diehard wrestling fans are going to watch NXT because right. they love it. But the casuals, if I'm somebody like, just take a child. Most children don't watch NXT unless they like really, really, really into it. But if they know somebody like Ricochet or, um, you know, Nikki Ash, Nikki Ash pass up on Tuesday. <laughs> They're going to tune in. And, right. and that's where these opportunities come. And that's what makes it exciting. Yeah. I, now let's cover real quick. I mean, we haven't touched up. on the, the big theme of the show. Cause the big theme of the show yeah. is NXT versus NXT UK and unifying the UK titles with the NXT titles as they're going to have the NXT rebrand to NXT Europe, I guess next year. So it's the shutting down of the UK side, but it's going to, rise from the Phoenix in a new form soon enough. But because of that, we have three matches on the card that are unification matches. So we have for the NXT and NXT UK tag titles, we have Gallus versus pretty deadly 
versus the Creed Brothers versus Josh Briggs and Brooke Jensen in a four-way tag. We have now here, here, here is the big one. The NXT and NXT UK women's titles with Mandy Rose, Blair Davenport in there because she was the number one contender to the UK title, has wormed her way into this, and the final boss herself, Migo Satomura, as the mm-hmm. NXT UK champion. That that I think is the wild card match of the show where I'm not sure what the hell is gonna happen there. Really, I think Every- you got that you got that extra layer of the person who isn't a champion in there to, to yeah. mix things up even further. Every decision works not, for me here. Every yeah, decision. And then last but not least, <laughs> we just cover all, all the bases here. The main event, Braun Breaker, of course, your NXT champion versus your NXT UK champion, Tyler Bate. So three mm-hmm. unification matches on the show. And thoughts on those? Because that, that women's match is the most intriguing to me of the three for sure. Listen, Brian, I, I, I don't know if it's back there or not. I know you have the UK championship, right? Uh, it's uh, it's not here. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah, I, I, I have it. I have it. Yeah, I know you have it. I know you have it. Title Tuesday, sir. Um, <laughs> that's the real. That's the real ill in all of this. Is mm-hmm. that those which I think we all can agree, both of those championships, respective gender, are the best looking championship we've seen in the last twenty five years. They're and gorgeous. They're, those they're, are gorgeous they're, belts. Clearly, they're going away. Doesn't matter who wins. They're going away. That's all I keep thinking about is how do you handle that? Are we getting new titles this week? Will, will they will they reveal Maybe. something new? That's the only way you rectify this for me. Beyond even thinking about who wins, I, I just I just keep it. I just keep thinking about like, damn, the UK championships are going to be gone. That's all I keep thinking about. Who regardless of who wins, the, the, some belt. of the most the most gorgeous belt and goddamn WWE don't put no belts on sale, no matter what happens to be, if they're active or not, like the red universal championship is still the same price and they're not even using it. And I'm thinking like, <laughs> damn, maybe I can get the UK championship now, but nope. Cause it's still going to be four twenty four fifty. That's all I keep thinking about. So that's my, that's just my point. I, I think these are going to be great matches to the point that I don't even know how they're going to go, but I know they're going to be hell of a matches and, Ooh, I feel like we're going to see Tyler Bate back in his true essence, like when he first won the championship. Mm-hmm. And we're really going to see a Braun, a Braun ba- Breaker is who he, who we think he could be, who I believe they think he is. I think that is going to be a, a match for telling. I think the, I think all of the producers and everybody are going to be backstage with their pen and papers just analyzing that match, looking to see, is he ready? Is he ready? Yeah. So. But I don't know I who's see that. Let's get some predictions, folks. Let's get them. Let's get them. Brian. I mean, the biggest match I'm looking forward to is Carmelo Hayes and Ricochet. Hey, man. They're going to steal the show. The yeah. American title. That, yeah. that, that, that is, that's going to be the gravity-defying match of the show. Like, this, what the hell are they going to do? Mm-hmm. And this is where a guy like Carmelo Hayes gets over. Because it's not so much of the people watching. It's the social media clips that's going to come out after this. Because, you know, that's what Ricochet does. He does the cool stuff, and then next thing you know, he's trending on Twitter. So that match is going to be gift all to hell. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so we're going to see Carmelo. Well, expect Carmelo Hayes following the triple. Mm. That's something I just realized. Every match on this show is a title match. Yeah, it's gold all, oh, all the way wow. down because the two non-unification matches are Carmelo and Ricochet for the North American title, and then katana chance and caden carter with the women's tag belts of nxc against nikki ash and dewdrop so every yeah. match is a title match on this show unless they add something 
as it stands right now, it's gold all up and down the card. Wow. I cannot wait to takeovers get back on the road because again, you get four to five super solid matches. They might even throw a pre-show match in this. Maybe not. They don't need to. But man, is it going to be insane? And I love the building NXT with people of the past coming back, telling folks mm-hmm. that you got to do it, do, do it for your folks, do it for us. Like this is your big match. The build for this was insane this over this week. And just looking at the car, you just can't think to think. You just can't help but to think like. Every match feels big, significant, mm-hmm. and it can go any way. There's not one of these matches you say is a given. Not one. Because, hell, you can look at Dewdrop and Nikki Ash and say, well, maybe they do need to do a little bit of a stint back in NXT. You know? The the main roster thing, it's not that they can't go, because God knows Dewdrop is one of the top wrestlers in this entire card. But maybe they do need to go down there and do a stint. It worked for Apollo Crews. It worked for uh, 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 Dolph Ziggler. Yep. It's, it's a it's a metric that works right now. And, and I, didn't, I, this, didn't this happen after like Randy Orton said a lot of those uh, people who come up to the main roster they just wasn't ready since like the new regime of NXT. Possibly. I mean, it's not wrong. You know, Randy say stuff like it's to- sometimes it's totally on par. So. Facts. <laughs> so I don't know. Well, but Will, what you? I, I don't think you say your predictions. Like, who do you think wins, and do you have any rationality behind? Man, looking at that women's match, I think Miko Satomura is going to do it because I got the feeling Mandy has been there since they did the rebrand a year ago to NXT 2.0. She's been there the whole time. She showed up on the first episode. It is time for something different in that women's division. Graduation. So I, I think yeah, I think Mandy goes back to the main roster. Miko takes over as like the big boss down there. And th- that I think that women's division needs that. It needs someone else with that belt. Cause it's, it's been a full year of Mandy Rose down there. And I love what she's done down there, but it's been a full year of it now. So that's my, that's my feeling there. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I I think toss a good traction on the main roster makes sense. Yeah. Hey, yeah. they already gave it a try. So yeah. it's, they're definitely thinking in that direction. It's just a yeah. matter of everyone being a, ready to roll to do it at the same time and i could i could see that transition happening really darn quick yeah, yeah. as far as braun breaker and tyler Bate goes i i braun breaker's still the guy so i figure he's he's gonna have a hard damn fought match i think that's gonna really raise his game but i think i think braun's still gonna be the face of nxc it's my mm-hmm. okay Okay. Carmelo and Ricochet, I got no damn idea on that one. But I mean, <laughs> Carmelo's quickly Carmelo's quickly getting to that point though where he he he's ready now. He's he's ready. They could bring him up tomorrow if they yeah. want. But of course, at the same time, also you do need people in NXT. Mm-hmm. You do need like they need their own signature stars there. And if anything, it might be hell. It might be time for him to move up beyond the North American title. You hey, know, to, yeah. chase, to the top spot. Chase you still down there. You ain't got to worry about that. <laughs> <laughs> but but on a, but on the other end of it, you start to think, well, who from the performance center is ready to go? They got those right. new recruits from the uh, NIL. And they also got the new folks from the trial. So, like, there may be a little bit of shifting things here. There could be a little bit of moving the puzzle around, you know. Um, so, you know, I, I think there, there there, has to be a conversation of who needs to move in what direction. And maybe this is really the shake of everything at this point. So, oh, I should also mention that the Clash at the Castle is a premium event. And it does not feel like a, a glorified house show. This does legit feel like a premium event mm-hmm. pay-per-view this isn't <laughs> uh 
the super sawed sawed showdown. This is not that. This is this feels like a real pay per view. So I think that also should be put into perspective in terms of Such how bookings point. and stuff won't be done. So yeah, it's this gonna be a big ple. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, it's gonna be a big darn week. I said, I said at the beginning, I think it's almost gonna be UK WrestleMania on Saturday. Yeah. This is gonna be a big weekend of stuff. Is yeah. there anything else we want to touch on before we wrap it up mm. from all these damn shows? <laughs> nah, I mean, newsworthy Bobby Fish reportedly is on his way out of AEW. Um, so. not a surprise, <laughs> yeah. Um, looks like Lady Frost was denied. A release from her impact contract yeah there, there's some drama coming. there apparently with mm-hmm. those folks we talked about the media calls so that's kind of newsworthy and whatnot um and i'm not sure what else carmella on her way back into the ring and i think that's it it's not really my thing to do the news but like there's a couple of new that was a couple of news things just for the sake of having some news but yeah i think mm-hmm. we're all i think we're good they were good brian well, thank- you know we got to brian's got to give his whole uh spiel here and <laughs> everything so yeah, brian's but- got to put over wrestling realm and his whole deal here so yeah brian, brian what's your the, what's the your schedule is yours yeah what's your schedule what's your news what's going on brian let's talk about your, your show man man look you know catch the wrestling round every wednesday we you live now on twitch and on youtube so hop in the comments you know, uh, join the party is join the shenanigans. Like I said, we're going to uh, definitely have the big gold belt podcast on very soon because that's hey. going to be a lot of fun. Uh, also, check out um, tomorrow Book of Wrestling dropping, uh, you know, Tyson right hand. So make sure y'all check that out about six o'clock in the morning. I just scheduled it. So check that out on the ring. So the book of wrestling has its own feed. So it's 25 catchphrases that describe the attitude era. We've had Austin 316. We've done uh, suck it two parts, uh, Montreal screw job, two parts. Uh, what else? Um, die Rocky die and lots of others. So we're trying to go in chronological order. So like I said, we're at WrestleMania 14. So kind of give you, we're in 98 right now. Uh, We started off with Austin 3, no, the curtain call. So just think about what you remember from the Attitude Era and you can kind of, it's a good binge listen. Shout out to David Shoemaker on that. Also check out the Mac Mania podcast. Last week we had a debate about Pepsi and Coke. We do talk wrestling on there, but we also, we've talked about spaghetti and, you know, apparently... Uh, Stop. <laughs> Go back to the question. Ask the question right now. We, we need we need answers. So everybody here believes Pepsi is better than Coke, right? Mm. Wow. <laughs> listen, listen, I'm just gonna. I'm gonna I always, I always, I always kind of partial to Coke because Coke's better as a mixer in my mind. That that's that's where I was gonna go. Okay, you, can't, that... you, you can't get Pepsi at a bar for your yeah. For, it's always yeah. Coke. The mix but is I, better. But there's no way I'm buying Pepsi. It will for a, a very, very choice of the two. It's always what? Be, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm not. I'm not buying Coke at, oh, at a store. Oh, okay. I'm buying Pepsi at a store. But you can't buy. You can't get Pepsi at a bar. You get Coke, and so yeah. it's a better mixer. Oh but, yeah, yeah. we put it like that. But you yeah. know, just the straight up drinking. <laughs> yeah. You know. So yeah, we 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 had that conversation, uh, of course. And um, so yeah, make sure y'all check out the Mac Mania podcast and. Uh, also, Evan. my other podcast, yeah. Shout out to Evan Mac, Evan Flobo, Flobo. Yeah. Jack Farmer. Mm-hmm. Uh, we we have a good time on there, a lot of fun. And then also outside of wrestling, I do breaking through glass ceilings. So I just had That's my uh, jam. I appreciate that. Just having a good friend, Siendal, on. Uh, we talked about mental health. Uh, 
So make sure y'all check that out. It's over 80 episodes. So yeah. you can look through, see some cool stories. We got some cool wrestling people in there too. Britt Waters was on there. Both of mm-hmm. those wrestling girls was on yeah. there. Uh so you know, um I even interviewed um uh now young. Uh well, he was now young, a wrestler. And uh mm-hmm. I know I interviewed another wrestler on there. Oh, uh Jay Bougie's uh valet. Shayla, so she was on there as well. So it's a, we got some wrestlers on there. We got a lot of journalists yeah. on there, a couple artists. So y'all can check that out. And uh, yeah, follow me at Brian H. Waters. You'll see everything I tweet about. Hey, there you go. There you go. Hey, and shout out to the Wrestling Ram crew, uh, the the trio now. Yeah, brother, yeah. brother Hugh joined us. For, he was always behind the scenes. That's been yeah, my best friend since sixth grade. But this year, one day we was doing a show. Uh, we put the link in the chat. He hopped on and he he stayed there ever since. So. <laughs> We was like, oh wait, you 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 coming on the show tonight? Okay, and then Sometimes uh, that's how it works? Yeah, yeah. so he yeah. he been mic'd up and he's been killing it ever since. And yeah. y'all know the real Dwayne Allen is yeah. Like I said, uh, was it last year or earlier this year when you know I finally got to have a mark out moment I've been waiting for. Uh, the real Dwayne Allen and Heel Will on the same show. That was like the, one of the greatest things ever. I so, want to see that again, but yeah, I'm not on the show. I just want to watch it. <laughs> <laughs> right. Run it back. We got to run that back. So uh, he'll, we got a Patreon account. He'll be doing a, a Realness React soon. But I have a couple. Sometimes I would decide to write. So I got yeah. a couple articles on there as well as a couple uh, quick thoughts that I do. That's about less than 10 minutes. And that's it. Oh, wait, one more. I do have an interview with Miles Hawkins dropping tomorrow or at yeah. midnight. So make sure y'all check out Miles Hawkins of, um, you know, one of the local wrestlers at MCW. He also wrestles mm-hmm. in other places. Uh, that kid is good. He's got a match with Chris Bay coming up. So, yeah. And he oh, called nice. out Khan. So, he yeah, called out yeah. Khan I saw on the interview. clip. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I saw the clip. Yeah. Now I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> that guy's never done forever working it's my brother brian h waters appreciate it yes sir all right well you're gonna take us home man i guess C- i can call take the us uber home. call the uber I don't, you better call if you're in chicago this week